Have you subscribed to the OTB Football Podcast? Well, I just can't that picture in Stephen Gerrard walking out of the Etihad, you know, wearing that Liverpool jersey underneath the suit, a bit like Superman Clark Kent. Subscribe now to the OTB Football Podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts and download the OTB Sports app. Gary, good morning to you. Hey Adrian, how are you? How are you keeping? Very well, yourself? The nice quiet few, uh, nice quiet run into the season continues. Congratulations. We don't uh, generally take time to say well done. Yeah, it's great, yeah. It's uh, back to another Champions Cup final, so it's fantastic, yeah, very exciting. And then, uh, more immediately, top 14 game against that Francais tomorrow, so that's a huge game. So it's uh, all big games, which makes it easy for, for everybody. Do you give yourself time to, like, congratulate yourself or enjoy the moment of, appreciate the moment of, like, two finals in back-to-back is phenomenal? Yeah, yeah, you're right, it is, it's great. Uh, but you want to be try to win these finals, that's that's the next step. And there's people involved at that level uh, understand that it's multi-dimensional to, to do that. So it's 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 a process, but uh, it is very exciting. Yeah, I did enjoy the end of the game with Donica Ryan the last day because we played poorly, but it says something about our team to be able to win a semi-final playing poorly. And... Uh, and uh, that's the most important thing. Semi-finals are all about getting to the final. And then in the final, you obviously want to try and find a way to win a final. But um, I think uh, you got to appreciate the small wins. It's very, very important. What, what, how much time do you, do you spend doing that? Like, I know you're, I knew you were going to say to me, listen, it's grand to get to the final. Unless, well, you got to be winning them, and definitely. And maybe that's... Is there any part of you that's like, right, that's a story for another day, but for today, we enjoy this, we sit down as a group, we pat each other on the, on the back about it, or, yeah, when you're enjoying it with Dunnock on the pitches, it's sort of like, that's it, done, and we move on. Well, it was a six-day turnaround, you know, that's always probably there, so you play Sunday evening, and all of a sudden, the boys are recovering Monday, you're into Tuesday, and, like, uh, you know, players need rest as well, and... Uh, all of a sudden you arrive at Thursday and you've started Francais in 48 hours so mm. uh, I think um, this Champions Cup semi-final is a huge event in itself um, but I suppose before that we knew that Stade Francais was six days later so there was an eye in terms of how we're going to recover the planning was hugely important and um, I think this week has gone well um, we'll have a captain's run later on today and then uh, play tomorrow and then after tomorrow you can uh Star focus and on Marseille. Is your sense that the the focus on Marseille, a lot of the homework can be carried over from last year, or is it a completely blank canvas when it comes to that prep? Yeah, it's completely blank canvas. On you know, I think it's it's of I suppose even uh, little significance in the fact that it was a game behind closed doors, and you know when you look back at at that game, um, yeah, I mean it's. There's no emotion really in it, in the fact because the the place was empty. It was a soulless game, and uh, so much has happened for both teams between that. It's different teams, different players. Um, for me, uh, it would be kind of an error to 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 look at that as as the focal point of your week. You know, Leinster have got better, we've got better. Uh, so, um, you know, I think it means very little. How have you got better, or what have you got better at? Uh, I think in, in all parts of our game, you just you know you get you, I, I like the you get better, you get beaten, you know. So you have to be, and 
Um, I think mentally we've got better. I think in terms of how we play the game, I think our understanding of, of what kind of we want to do in, in different areas of pitch has got better. Uh, but um, probably where we haven't got better is in terms of an 80-minute performance. And if we're to, to challenge Leinster, we'll need that 80-minute performance. But I think... Um, I think I think that's possible with the uh, maybe with the with the experience of players we have here. How different is it going to be for you to plan for a game with like I was looking at the Leinster team last night there'll probably be six or so changes to the team that played you that day to the team that played you the next day. Um injuries in the meantime notwithstanding but the half-back pairing particularly should be different in that it'll probably be uh, Gibson Park and and Sexton. How different is it for you to prep for a game where Sexton's at 10? Yeah, I think to be fair, they're they have huge belief in what they want to do and how they want to play the game. So, uh, you know, I mean, Johnny Sexton's obviously a, a fantastic player, and he adds a lot to that team. But when uh, Ross Byrne plays as well, um, he's very, very uh, good in playing the way Leinster play. So. Yeah, Johnny has a, a lot of X factor to him and the fact that he's hugely experienced and there isn't anyone more experienced in managing a game. Um, so it'll be a different threat with him than most definitely driving that team around. Uh, and obviously, James, uh, Jameson Gibson Parks in the form of his life. I think he's playing sensational rugby and it's just disappointing, I suppose, from my point of view, that we didn't have, uh, I suppose... Um, a Carbarlo going mm-hmm. against him so from our point of view it's already you know, I mean three of the four halfbacks are probably going to be different so it's a different game even before you start thinking about it How do you stop Sexton from controlling the game? Well you've got to deprive him of the ball you know that's where Leinster are exceptional in terms of their rock speed and in terms of I suppose control and possession that's where they've had advantage over other teams so from our point of view is that if we can try and get 48% possession, 50% possession, 52% possession, 55% possession, uh, that would probably put us in a good position in the game. Can I ask you about uh, Ohio West last weekend, Ronan, uh, uh, somebody who maybe struggled a little bit off the tee during the match and then obviously gets the, the pivotal score late on in the game. Were you thinking to yourself, I've been that soldier out there myself, does it, does it help you relate to him given the position you played as a professional rugby player? Yeah, I understand it exactly, you know, but I think... Where I back him is the fact that I see the work he's doing, I suppose, in the shade or behind the scenes. So he's working hard and on his on his goal kicking. I think that's very, very important. It'd be different if it was kind of, we'll see how it goes on the day attitude. It's it's the opposite of that. So from my point of view, I, I, I've seen his timing around the goal kicking has hugely improved. I think, uh, I mean, it's fascinating what pressure sometimes does. And hopefully that's probably great learning from last weekend was it the fact that he tightened up a little bit that he made him push uh, his kicks but I think uh, from knowing his character I would be uh, pretty surprised if he repeats that in the next game Does there, Is there ever a consideration mid-game I think the answer to this question is no given what you just said but is there ever a consideration to pull somebody off the kicking or is that a com- and not even about West in general here but uh, as a more general point is, is that ever a consideration for a coach given the extra damage that that could do to a player's confidence? Yeah. Is, you know, and the easy thing would be to say no, it isn't. But you're right. I think um, every uh, kind of possibility goes through your head. What's best for the team? How do we get over the finishing line here in first place? So you've got to contemplate every single thing, and that's I think why 
we have to stay on as coaches and stay on as decision makers and the fact that you may see something and your gut reaction could say, okay, pull the trigger on that and do that. But you're obviously, uh, I mean, it can't come into your head that I'm hurting some uh, player's emotions here by withdrawing them from the fray. You have to think of everything uh, live, I suppose, replacements in a game. And, and that's that's my job. And I presume the later in the season it gets, the, the more acute that feeling is because there isn't a whole pile of extra games in, in which you know the, the confidence can be there for you know the stakes get higher the the importance of each game gets gets bigger exactly and that's the life of a kicker and the life of a kicker comes to life in big pressure games and that's the point we've discussed in the show on many occasions you know pressure might only hit you once a season it may not hit you it could hit you two or three times a season but i think goal kickers understand that and they realize what's involved in that but i think to neutralize that or to make yourself feel confident you, you you draw confidence from the amount of work you have done i suppose off the pitch in terms of monday to friday and then you're looking for transfer uh, on game day are those decisions always straightforward ronan just like that call there about like taking a player off that like the human condition about inertia that you just keep going and you hope and pray that it's going to come right but in that moment obviously you got a really finite window to say we got to change this. Are they all, are those calls always really clear? Are you always sure you're doing the right thing, or are you always second guessing yourself? No, I don't know. You're second guessing yourself, but sometimes, you know, to go back to what you said at the start of the question, that's the definition of insanity. Is 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 um, you know what I mean? Uh, letting the same scenario repeat itself yeah. and not providing a solution for it. So. Do you, do you ever think about the long-term impact? Like you mentioned just about Ohio West there and like you can't think about his, I, don't, I can't remember the word you used, maybe emotions or whatever, but like there's also the your longer-term responsibility to him to get the best out of him for the next game or, you know, selfishly and for him personally. Are you ever thinking about that stuff or is it just, I got to fix this right now and here we go? No, you have to be. It's a, a global vision that's involved in this and the most important thing is is that you have a consideration for your player and you have a huge responsibility mentally for him, but you also have a responsibility for what's best for the team. And I think it's very hard, I think, for us to probably uh, generalise about this because it's such a super specific subject matter. So, yeah, uh, yeah you have to be conscious of, of the impact you're going to have on the person, but also the impact you're going to have on the team. And uh, if one person has to suffer for for 40 others then sometimes that's what's best in, in, in sport but you have to be very aware of of i suppose the potential uh, harmful consequences you may cause to an individual is possession the, uh, that you talked about there trying to get it up above that 50 percent mark is that the best way to um not nullify but diminish leinster's quick rook speed yeah we have to we have to attack you know if you attack you need the ball so to need the ball you have to be very very uh i suppose um focused on how you want to play the game if we play the game like we did uh in Lance, then we turn over the ball and eight to ten times uh really uh poorly so against a top team like leinster that's that's going to put you in trouble in deep deep trouble so for us we've seen that you know in terms of just uh, irrespective of what the opposition is, there are certain things, fundamentals in our game that we need to be better at, and it also becomes more difficult when you're up against, uh, the, you know, what I mean the the most performing team in the competition so far this year. 
they're like it's funny that two teams are maybe similar in loads of ways um, the excitement that they bring to the play the KBA approach uh, that maybe as you say it wasn't everything you wanted to be at the weekend but they're also sort of slightly different in, in other ways in the sense that like maybe your team play a lot more what's in front of them and Leinster's excitement almost comes from a bit more structure is that your reading of it? Uh, I actually don't know much in terms of what happens at Leinster behind the scenes obviously and how they go about it but from our point of view there's big, big preparation and how we prepare to play and uh, how we want to play the game I would say uh, I would be also a firm believer in you get the best of an individual if he can play freely what does playing freely look like I think that his brain isn't cluttered with too much information mm. but also there's a strict framework around how we want to play you can't just expect to go to a final and trust your instincts that for me is nonsense so yeah we'll have certain things that we we are not diluting our game with but I think it's very important when you have uh, scenarios which are I suppose um, in the chaos that players have the capacity to to accelerate them and take decisions that that they feel are best in the moment Is Will Skelton going to play? Uh, no, he won't be playing um, this weekend anyway, unless um, the I have a medical meeting at lunchtime today. It's a day-by-day process with, with Will, uh, but a uh, very important player for mm. for this group, for for what we want to do in Europe, what we want to do in, in the top 14. So, you know, I think um, I've spoken to him I've told him that I expect to see him at pre-season, but I don't think he accepts that, so we'll wait and see. Chance that he, chance whatever, but this weekend, chance that he's fit for the following? Uh, there's a chance in everything. <laughs> <laughs> You're saying there's a chance. Yeah. I think, uh, how, how do, at what point over the, like the, the, the weeks between a semi-final and a final, and feel free to bring in your playing experience here as well, do, do nerves start to set in, or, or does the sense of expectation and occasion set in? Yeah, I think that's that's a great question. Something we'll have to address as a group as well because it's um, the feedback from the semi-final was that boys were nervous, uh, which um, shouldn't be a surprise. Yet it probably shook me a little bit in the fact that I was thinking it's it's a semi-final of a Champions Cup. It's against a French team. We know these guys inside out. We know what their strengths are. We know where their weaknesses are. So we should be. Okay, but you forget that the Champions Cup semi-final is still very, very special, and that uh, I suppose um, um, really, I suppose, crystallised at the start of this conversation was you're getting to another Champions Cup final is a fantastic achievement, and the boys aren't robots, and they've huge feelings, and they're going to be very excited. And, and Marseille is a special stadium; it's going to be uh, pumping and. Uh, yeah, it's something that will definitely have an impact because, you know, I think as a player, when you pass as a coach, you quickly forget what, what it feels like as a player. And I remember, obviously, my first European Cup final and physically I was there, but mentally you weren't there. So uh, there's so much, I suppose, when you get to a certain experience or age, you appreciate that strategy is hugely important. But if the strategy is completely passing over their heads, in the live action then it shows that we haven't I suppose prepared our players well enough mentally to be able to be performing on such a big occasion Are, are the nerves at a similar level 
when you have your first experience as a, an out half in a final compared to your first experience as a head coach in a final? No, no, it pulls apart, I think. It's right. just... Um, no, I don't have nerves as a coach. It's, 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 it's strange, you know, I just don't... I kind of made that commitment to myself. I, I couldn't continue, as I said, as a as I operated as a player, as I did as a coach, it'd be it just it's not sustainable, it's not enjoyable, it's it's glass half empty, glass nine tenths empty actually. So for me that's not an interesting way to live my life anymore. I'd kind of find the good, the opportunity, the possibilities in, in, in what's um in store in the day, in the in the next few hours, in the next few weeks, in the next few months. So um what an occasion. It's La Rochelle against Leinster in the Champions Cup final. I would have done anything at the start of the season to get this. That's the honest uh, uh, response to your question. And I'm going to enjoy the week and I'm going to enjoy the game. And uh, I genuinely am. Because you've alluded to that on the show before. And I often wonder, like, how you do that. Because it's, like, easy to say, be less nervous, you know, worry less, stop being so negative. But, like, you actually You care about something so much. Jesus, like, is, <laughs> yeah. like, how, like how, how did you manage to arrive at that point where you've actually yeah, achieved... That. I think that's what experience is. That's what it, we all understand. What experience tells you that when you have the same situation, you want to do it better the next time. I think it's um, between different teams. I think it's I'm going to my seventh Champions Cup final, so it's fantastic, and that's something that I gotta embrace and gotta enjoy and got to be really, really happy with. And, uh, you can't just be an act. You've got to be genuine. You've got to be authentic. And this has got to be the way you are in front of your players, in front of the public, in front of the supporters. And I genuinely uh, feel that I've prepared the team well. I can sleep at night. Uh, I enjoy the journey. I I want to to make this uh, a special time for the players in this club. So I can't guarantee that we're going to win the thing. Far from it, you know. But you're going to do give it your best shot, and I think that that sits well with me. Yeah, I think for the rest of us looking in, we're interested to see is Ron Regard the coach going to be uh, as good as uh, Ron Regard the player? Probably not a fair question to ask you, but uh, and and you're back bang in the middle of it as well. So, uh, Des has an interesting question in here, and it's obviously the penultimate weekend of top fourteen games as well, and you're agonisingly close now to squeaking into that uh, top six. Uh, he was asking uh, if you can ask Raj how he feels about Leinster resting players this weekend, and maybe more importantly, uh, you having to play a crunch match. I don't think it's of. Um, sorry, I don't think you can compare the two. It's two completely different scenarios. And for us, uh, I'll comment on what I control and what we're doing. And that's uh, we've picked a team to beat San Francisco tomorrow uh, because of what has happened previously and because of the duration and the intensity of the top 14. There are players picked tomorrow that won't be playing in Marseille, and and that's the way it is. You you have to kind of believe in your planning, believe in your group. So, for me, it's a fantastic situation where we're alive in both competitions—a competition with so much history and prestige in the top 14, uh, and so much interest. But also, um, we're down to the final two in the, in the Champions Cup. So. Yeah, everything is carefully planned. Team selection is hugely important. Uh, what Leinster do, Leinster do. What we do, uh, I can control. 
Just before we let you off, I um, wanted to ask you at the top, just while we were having that chat about the reaction post the game, what's the buzz like when you get in home after a game like that? Is everybody are the, is everybody at home tuned into the fact that Dad's going to be coming back, this is a good day, he's going to be happy, or were the train is still alive here, or could they give two hoots about it? In the day, um, Jess was more interested, was I doing the school run Monday morning at 7 o'clock? <laughs> well, she was tweeting about, was it La, La, uh, La Rajale? Oh, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not up to speed with her social media. But, uh, <laughs> if she's not on the beach horse riding, then uh, she's tweeting. So <laughs> just uh, need to keep an eye on her. And what about the kids? Are they attuned to everything that's going on, or no? Yeah, they love it. Do they, they absolutely love it? Yeah, they do. Yeah, they were got it. They weren't in lawns, which is probably I'd say the first time ever for Champions Cup semi final that the the families weren't there, but. There was no planes available, really. Or there was planes available. There were like, um, bizarre prices. Uh, it's an eight-hour bus trip, yeah. one way. So, like, 16 hours on a Sunday with school the next day. It doesn't work. Uh, so, it's great. It puts everything in perspective, you know. The show goes on. We're all consumed by a Champions Cup final. But the great thing is that we we have our health and there'll be a Monday morning, irrespective, after Marseille. And they'll go to Marseille, which I presume? Yes, they will. Yeah, they'll uh, they'll be there absolutely, and um, yeah, hopefully there's my brothers can get on a few of the Leinster flights coming out of Dublin <laughs> to, to as well. just to mix it up with a bit of yellow. Absolutely, <laughs> why not? Why not? Good man. Listen, best of luck over the next few weeks. Thanks. Yes. See you, boys. Thanks, Thanks you. Ronald Garan, the line there. Um, it's ten minutes past nine. It's Friday morning. We're watching out to be a.m.